Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Hi. You're rolling with Jason and John, 92.9 FM ESPN. Hope everybody's having a pleasant July 7th so far. John is here. Brad Carson, our producer, is here. You all are here. I'm here. Let's roll. Grizzly Summer League continues. Uh, they don't get the win, but man, did it feel like one watching Junior, Kenneth Lofton Jr. We'll get into how good he was last night against Chet Holmgren, who did play, by the way, and what it might mean for his future with the Grizzlies, who, by the way, will wrap up their Salt Lake City portion of Summer League tonight against the Utah Jazz, I believe. Last night, I had all the feels. Felt like the old Bluff City Classic. John, I was out at the Shelby Love County it. Pro-Am. Uh, saw a bunch of former Tigers, some current Tigers, one of them playing. Penny Hardaway was in the building. We'll talk about that in the one Tiger who did play last night, the current Tiger who was out on the floor. John, how are you feeling today? I'm feeling great. So only one, huh? Only one. One current Tiger played. Okay. So that was down for, That was down 100% from the expectancy. I expected two to play. Yes. I'm disappointed that it was just one. But it was, it was, it was still one, though, and you still got to look, and it's an important one. One, yes, who I've, uh, well, you too. We've all got high hopes for yes. uh, at Memphis, so we'll talk about what he looked like. Again, a bunch of current Tigers, just one playing, though. Oh, yeah, so a lot of summer league basketball, some, a lot of summer basketball happening right now uh, around in and around the city of Memphis. Jeff Calkins is going to join us at 125. We'll talk to him about that. He is on his way back. The man just cannot stay away. He is a workaholic. He's coming back, cutting his vacation story, wants to get back to the so radio. He works on the road on the way up. He works on the road on the way back. That's right. He doesn't stop. And he this was not. a quote-unquote vacation? That's what it was, quote-unquote. Very much quote-unquote. He, he is a machine. He is. So he'll join us at 125. Uh, James Morshack is going to hop on at 1245. Our friends from Homer Skelton, Christ Dodge, Jeep, Ram, and Millington, they're doing a very cool thing, giving away, as we speak, I believe, uh, a brand-new truck. To a U.S. veteran. How about that? U.S. A, Army a, veteran. What I've heard is a two-time Purple Heart winner. Wow. Uh, nobody more deserving than that, obviously. Absolutely. So, giving away a car today. We'll talk. I think it's going off, yes, as we start up here at 11 a.m. Hopefully, we'll get a chance to talk to Shaq about it at 1245. What a great deal. Well, you know, they ain't just giving cars away well, in this economy, man. Heck I no, mean, you're not. <laughs> you know that better than anybody. Um, yes. I, I, I got a great deal out there on my Jeep. But he didn't give it away Jeep. to you, though, I did could, he? I could not get the Wagoneer. 
because it was a little out of my price. That's right. But I got a great deal, came away smiling. They're doing good stuff. That's the thing about it. They're not just out there, like we say, selling cars, man. They're they're about the community. In this case, uh, 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 a veteran, military veteran, getting a brand new car. How about that? Yeah, we'll talk to uh, Shaq, as we call him here on the show, at 1245. So that is the show today. We got some some things we need to touch on. Let's get it in the over-under. It's Jason and John's over-under. Over, over, under, under. Jason and John, let's start with the Enigma. Kenneth Lofton Jr., Kenny Lofton, KLJ, whatever you might call him, the the round mound from Orange Mound. I've heard every single nickname for this dude. We've had him interviewed. He's been all over Twitter last night. He was an enigma, and he guarded Chet Holmgren last night. The over-under seasons for Kenneth Lofton that he'll spend on the Grizzlies' active roster. Our staff of linesmiths from Superbook have listed the number. At one and a half seasons with the Grizzlies for Kenny Lofton Jr. Over, under. Well, so he's not an active roster player right now. Let's stipulate that. He's a two-way guy. That does not that does not count as an active roster guy. What active roster means, which means you travel with the team every single uh, game, um, and you were on the roster 82 games. So that is the stipulation here. It's not uh, how, how many seasons is he going to be a two-way. It's uh, Is he, is he going to be on the active roster? Look, I... I, I don't. I, does the two way one of those year and a half projections? Does that no, count? That no, does not. That's what I was just count. saying it does not. So count. It doesn't count in he the one and a half. He is not an active, full fledged. Is what we're looking for. Oh yeah, gotcha. Right. Which okay. is okay. Um, I mean, he's got work to do. It was yeah. every. I, I, it was everything between you know put him on the fifteen man and put him in the Hall of Fame. I heard a lot of that yes. already. It's going to be under. I'm sorry, guys. It's going to be under. I hate to be the guy today. What's the number? One and a half. Yeah, it's going to be under. Um, look, now, he, John, Chet Holmgren said that he's going to have a long career in the NBA. I saw that, and I was like, dude, you ha- haven't played a game in the NBA yet. <laughs> what the hell would you know? How the hell would you know that? Well, there's a reason Chet's telling you that. I, I, I mean, because mm-hmm. he yeah, – exactly. That, it, it, would, it would behoove Chet. Because of how done in he yeah. <laughs> That's smart, Jason. It's positioning. Chet is praying that happening. guy has a long career in the NBA because he just got <laughs> run up, done up by yeah. his ass. Yeah, uh, he worked him pretty good Yeah, I saw that, and body. I was like – Chad, okay, what, like, let, well, let's ask you the question: Do you doubt it with the Grizzlies, or do you doubt it okay. in, the, in the league? Yeah, for you, league, because you're under the one and a half. Yeah, no, I think he'll spend more than that in the league. Mm-hmm. Okay, I don't know if it. I just don't know if it will be if here. It'll be here, which is like, the question. Yes. Yeah, because the problem that the Grizzlies have right now is that they're very. I mean, it's very crowded. It's a very crowded roster. You know, I mean, and there are going to be decisions that they have to make eventually. But they just drafted four rookies, right? Um, and you know, the Vince Williams is on is a, is, a, is on a two way as well, but. He's got. He, he was drafted, so the investment naturally is just larger for him. Um, so I, I look. He, he, he. It's it's really fascinating to watch him to to watch him move to watch him do things. It was it was great to see him immediately go at Chet Holmgren. <laughs> you know, as soon as the game his started, first three shots. Yeah, like to, to, the way he was hitting. Like it's it to, his size and his girth, and to watch him be as agile and mobile as he is. It's it's it's. It's crazy, and that's why everybody like loves it because it's like you look that like that, you're not supposed to be able to move like that. It's a little, um, you know, it, it reminds me a little bit of like, and again, not even close to the same level of player. But Dom Woodson had a little bit of that in him, didn't he? Yeah, some skills. The big guy that yeah. can move his feet. Now Dom Woodson would get tired. I don't think he was as quick though. As he was It is. But I remember watching. Not nearly as explosive. I remember either. watching Dom Woodson though and thinking, man, he for a skill d- big for dude. a dude that yeah. size. Yeah, when you say big daddy like that, skill. He, he those, runs those, the floor puts, pretty well. Oh, no yeah. question, no question. I put, I, you know, there, there's some Zebo in there. Yeah. Um, I've heard a lot of, oh, you know, and, and we continue to do. We have some fun. Fat guy. 
that guy out there right. ball, boning. What you think balling, is... Bo- which is a, a big part of this, but I, I, it's almost a slap in the face like to you're the laughing kid. at him, not with him. Well, listen, we've seen fat guys on the floor before. Oliver Miller back at the Arkansas days, who spent a, a, a good deal of time with the Phoenix Suns in the NBA, went through a number of teams, probably played for a handful of teams by the time it was all said and done. When you watched him on the floor... Oliver Miller, although he got in better shape once he was in the league, just to, to, to be able to stay there, he was a fat. He was a big dude, yep. a big dude who you could he control his weight. And and while Lofton, yeah, okay, maybe you've had some on off with your your weight issues. That's a big dude that's in shape. Like it's 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 a little bit different. And you saw it from the get go the way he went at Chet Holmgren. Like he wasn't huffing and puffing there early on. It, it it's almost a disrespectful to say that this is just a fat guy who's out there who's got some skills. This dude's in good shape for his size. He's a big bone dude. There's yep. no question about it. And again, to go back to the question here of whether he can fit in with the Grizzlies and the active roster for more than one and a half, I just, my one thing, John, they don't have anything like him. That's true. Well, what NBA team does? And, and, and listen, who do you feel better about right now? Kenneth Lofton Jr. after what you've seen or Santi Aldama? Who they drafted last year with what? That's not even a contest. My point is, Kenneth is ahead of him right now. But you're picking a bad time. No, and it's that's perfectly fair. And again, I got to go back to what we've continued to say all week. It's summer league. It's right. a couple of games. Let's not overreact. Let's I mean, not Santi put him... has done things in an NBA in game. In an NBA game, I'll give you that. We yeah. saw it against Phoenix. Now, be it, it's still small sample size, it John, is. From, it from, is. in terms of Santi. But if, I, if I, have a, I, have a, I have two small sample sizes, one from an NBA regular season and one from a, a Utah summer league game. Yeah. Right? I, listen, because of the fact that the Grizzlies drafted four guys before they even brought him on, obviously, as an undrafted guy right there. You're right. There's, there's a sort of a pecking order already set. I would tell you, though, that Ken is probably climbing up well, that no, he already. Is. Some thought, many thought, he should have been drafted. Yes. Frankly, yes. You're, you're probably looking at a situation where you're fortunate to be able to get him outside of it because look at the skills he brings. I say all that to say it'd be fun. It's probably unlikely, but what the hell? I'm gonna go. I'm 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 gonna go on the other side of it. Maybe it's just to position myself opposite John here. One day I'll be able to say I was right. Yeah. I'm gonna say Grizzlies got nothing like this dude. He continues to impress, and they find a way to keep him eventually on a on a on a longer it's, deal. It's not, it's a, not me. A, it's not me betting against Kenneth Lofton, right? That's not what. That's not why I'm saying under. It's me betting against the the, the investments that the Grizzlies have made. Yeah, that's right? fair. They have it's probably made, smart. Yeah. He, he is not an investment. Right, he's a two-way guy. Those yeah. guys are completely disposable. Like Eve, well, Ponds, look at Eve Ponds. Right? Did we look. even like say well, they goodbye? disposed of all their right. dudes, John, from yeah. last well, year? Well, I mean, couldn't stay healthy. Right? That, then, like, that was his issue. You can't there even initially. tell me who the other two-way guy <laughs> was. Yeah. Can you tell and me who they switched was? It exactly. up. No. So it's like you, he did, they don't matter, right? Who they ended did. up getting it next to Eve last? It was Tyrell Terry. Right. Okay. Tilly had been on one earlier, yes. right? They ended up, but he couldn't play. It's basically John. It's a. Is it basically a G League contract? I mean, I know that the glamour is you get to ride half the year with with the major league team, but it's it's a G League contract. I mean, look, it's that's a it, higher dollar. It, it's sign. it's very simple. It's a, it's a way for an NBA team to keep you in their orbit, right? And if, if if you go down to their G League affiliate and you're unbelievable and you're amazing, well, they have your rights. Okay, but ninety nine point nine percent of the time, what ends up happening is you just get they they like you, they keep you in their G League team, they call you up for the you know. The the maximum amount they can call you up that for that Santi Aldama game like last year where we had all those dudes yeah on. and they yeah, and they, and you just get the full like what mm-hmm. what the Warriors going to do for Lester you just pay those guys right, right? like right. you get you know you throw them Half a bone mil. and uh, that's what's going to end up happening with Kenneth Lofton look I again they they're going to have to make decisions right Kennedy Chandler was a draft pick Vince Williams was a draft pick Santi was a draft a first round draft pick are they going to get get off and move off those guys for Kenneth Lofton. 
I mean, it would, it would just tell the odds would tell you no. Mm-hmm. That doesn't mean that I don't Again, think, unlikely. You're yeah. on the right side of yeah. this in terms of uh, Well, I, I think he's going to like the guy has skill, you know? And skill finds a way. Well, John, I think that last night was a perfect usage of him. A guy like Chet, you get into that body a little bit. It's kind of like what Memphis did with Chet Holmgren a little mm-hmm. bit. You get into, you know, you get a, a stockier dude on him, right? Yeah, I mean, it, it it was it was perfect. It really was. I thought when it when I saw it, A this should be talked about. I was very disappointed. Oh, with I, the roster? I was very disappointed that the Grizzlies decided to just rest yeah. everybody, right? Because they played the, and we're going to get into this, but they play the, the dog crap jazz today, and it feels like everybody mm-hmm. is playing in this game. It, to me, it should have been inverted because you could have you probably still beaten the jazz. And, but why uh, are you trying to win games? Well, you're not, but I'm just trying to. I would, I honestly, I wanted to see you got five and six days. That's I, all they're looking I at. They're wanted, looking like, like that. I wanted to see like uh, X Man on Chet. Like that was me selfishly. Like not necessarily because of him. I wanted to see. How yeah, you Chet mentioned would that yesterday. It. That was again. That's weird because again, they know what they have in in. Well, in it was, yeah, it was more from the Thunder perspective, right? I wanted to see how Chet was gonna, mm. you know. See, and I think this is worse for Chet because again, you're talking about a guy who isn't currently on, on a roster. He's gonna be a two way guy yep. who, frankly, destroyed you when he decided to play some bully ball. Yeah. Of course, Chet is saying he's gonna have a long career afterwards because <laughs> this is probably a guy that's not gonna be on an active roster when we start. Although I'm 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 gonna roll with eventually he's gonna find a way back home with the Grizz. But that's the point. If if Kenneth Lofton Jr. is doing that to you, bully balling you, and being that effective with it. Bro, wait till you get to see some real NBA players. Like, that's going to happen. So that's the part to me that he had his way with Chit. And that's that that sh- should probably not happen. You know, yeah. Jason, I think the thing that surprised me was the stroke. Because I, it's a really solid look when he puts that th- arcs that thing up there from three. Mm-hmm. I was, I've never seen a, a guy of that size. That kind of pushing around. And then he's got that little little baby hook looking thing he does out from three. I think mine is he's more explosive than he looks. Like he'll put some quick moves both. on you. He's got great yeah. vision. I don't know who it was that cut to the basket. He found him on the baseline with a great pass. Oh, yeah. Like he's, got a, he's got a great feel for the game. And he knew that if he put that shoulder and that butt into Chet Holmgren, that's what I said. Yes, whether, yeah. it was, whether it was Xavier or whoever, just wanted to see you go at Chet. Fold, try to fold him up. They did last night. If I'm, you know, that's that's the matchup. Anybody bigger, stronger, again, more determined, they're going to be able to do that to Chet Holmgren. That's going to be that's going to be his career early on. Yeah. J- Jason and John over unders here. We'll go to tonight. Is that okay? Sure. Uh, pretty good TV coverage for these games. You get ESPN. You get ESPN two tonight. You get NBA TV at seven o'clock uh, local. Margin of victory against the Jazz tonight, eight and a half. Over. Under. Well, there ain't nothing else going on in the world of sports. I mean, this Well, you is mentioned, good. you said everybody's playing, huh? Well, that's what the number suggests, mm-hmm. right? Eight and a half would suggest that all the guys that rested yesterday would play in this one. Why wouldn't they? Why yeah. are they not going to roll back out that same No, the Jazz are, uh, are, are hot dog water. I haven't uh, seen them yet. I mean, they're just, they're horrible. Um, I don't think they won a game yet, and the Grizzlies are rested. They're going to roll. Mm. They're going to kick the Utah Jazz's ass tonight. I mean, I think the Grizzlies are a good summer league team. I do. I mean, I think you, th- you think Kennedy Chandler belongs. Zaire Williams is is probably going to be one of the best players in summer league. If we're being honest, he should be. Um, you know, X Man has uh, gotten playoff minutes, dude. Like, how many guys that are playing summer league have gotten playoff minutes? So yeah, I, I think this is a spot where uh, you know the Grizzlies just roll. Yeah, they don't. What did they score? Seventy one points last night. The, the 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 A crew, as we'll put it, will be. Uh, you know, highly motivated tonight. I think the shine against to John's point, a, a not so good Utah team. I think they roll too. Uh, pick up their second of three uh, wins. Well, second out of yeah. two wins out of three games here in Salt Lake, and then they're back in action. What Saturday uh, out in Vegas? Yeah, go right back at it Saturday and Sunday. So it'll be a, it'll be a revenge game 
for one Bruno Caboclo. Oh, he, no. He plays for the Utah Jazz. I mean, that's how bad it is, man. Remember, he's that's the two years away from being of two years I away guy. Bruno, man. Um, there are people in town that love Bruno. And Taco Fall. Were there really people there, in there town? Probably, that? Yeah, I think there were conversations right about Bruno. He's yeah. Bruno's stick. I remember yeah. those. We don't talk they, about Bruno. I think they were pretty short on this show, but there was a love for Bruno, too, man. Just, it was very short on this show, brother. The raw talent is just so ridiculous, Jason. I, it, but I, you're right. He just never, you never see it. We'll see, man. <laughs> you never see it. It says he's been in the NBA. Or slash Houston, professional right? for seven years. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. Wow. That is absolutely crazy. Yeah, John, because I think he got the run with us, the Raps, for a little bit, and then he had uh, Houston. You know who else is on the Utah roster is uh, Kofi Coburn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He hadn't done anything. Uh, Johnny Juzang. Interesting. But, yeah, they have a bunch of guys that, like, always, like, Summer League is always a good measure of, have I watched this guy play ever? Right. You know? And if the answer is no, the odds are that that team that team sucks. Back to Kofi, they're like he can't do what Lo- even what Lofton does in terms of spacing the floor and nope. being a guy that can uh, knock down the outside shot. Kofi only can do one thing, and that's be around the basket and dunk. And those usually those guys are short lived now in the league. Lofton show you, hey, you can go inside, outside, do a little bit of everything. He's on, whether it's with the Grizzlies or the NBA. I think the big dude's going to end up sticking. I think the interesting. I hope it's with the Grizzlies. Jason, the interesting thing you just said is like when you watch these summer league games, they are jacking. I mean, everybody is shooting the damn three ball. No, it's it's stupid basketball. It oh. really is. Like it's like it's not. It, it, it's just exhibition. It's you know? wild. I like mean, and, and bad, lot of bad shots. I mean, is, I mean, there's a little there's a little more structure than if you just like went to Mount Mariah at six thirty. You know, <laughs> but it's like not very much. Not no, you know. So that's the thing. Is like it really is not smart basketball. But the Grizzlies do have smart basketball players, which yeah. I like. And so they will they will handle Utah tonight. I'll be very disappointed if they do not. All right, so we're trying to turn it on for the Vegas because this is where I guess the tournament play starts. Is that how it yeah, works? That's, that's eventually, after it gets I there, think yeah. four games for so the Grizzlies, are, the tournament starts. Yeah, so this is like an exhibition for the exhibition tournament. It yep. starts in Vegas, and then we go to Vegas. And John, you'll be there next week, that's so you right. can give us the inside scoop. Wins for the Grizzlies in Vegas regular season here in the Vegas tournament, two and a half over under. Yeah, so we looked at the schedule, obviously, um, and it's it's pretty great for in terms of the, in terms of for the Grizzlies. Starts with the Clippers on Saturday. They're bad. Uh, then you got the Timberwolves on Sunday. They're bad. Then you've got the Nets on Tuesday. They're really good. And then you finish up. What do we say? The Celtics on Thursday. And they're so a week from today. Horrible. Celtics are one of the worst. So Celtics and the Clippers are two of the worst because, like, you know, the thing the thing about those two teams is that you know they don't have that many young players. Right, like they they're sort of veteran laden, and I see. Well, you're not going, you're not drawing a Golden State mm, or somebody that's got some it, yeah. of these high draft picks and everything. And that else was out a, there. and that's kind of that was a freak. That was a freak accident. How Golden State ended up with the, like they had that tank year where nobody was healthy, right. and that's how they ended up with so many guys. So yeah, I mean the Nets on the other hand, you know they got like Cam Thomas. You know they got they they have you know some guys that you, you Damn, remember. How much summer league have you watched, bro? I mean, I've, I just, I've, I'm up on the rosters, yeah, you know. Yeah. I'm up on the rosters because you it's have good. to be. You got to be on your p's and q's with this stuff, brother. When you're going out there, I want to yeah, know I'm, what I'm, I'm getting myself I'm, into. I'm impressed. So, yeah. so the, I think the Grizz are going to go three and one. I think the only loss they will have is to the Brooklyn Nets. Wow, the numbers two and a half. Two and a half. Well, so I'm going. Like I'm, I'm going. Man. I'm going very comfortably over. I don't even oh, think it'll be interesting. Able to, if everybody plays right, yeah. if they decide to play everybody, well, then that's it's what I'm saying. Be, what happens if Zaire shines a couple more times? You decide to sit him down. Right? I still think and, they go over. What, what happens if you know you've seen enough out of Xavier Tillman at this point? That's 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 the one thing I worry about. Here, here's the other thing though. If if Jaw's going to be out there like he was in Salt Lake, they're going. 
you know what the mojo is going to be. It's going to be about winning. Absolutely. And so yeah. I, I just think They're you're probably right. Up. you got four games. If the number's two and a half, I can see three and one all day long. And John's right. In terms of your draw, I think you're getting the teams that are not necessarily the most talented. Or like OKC, got all this young talent like a Giddy out there right. that can yeah. kill you. Dude had a triple-double last night, by Crazy. the way. Josh Giddy is a he player. He plays easy. Yeah, plays the so game easy. comes easy to it's him. It's just too easy for him. 6'8". I, I had to look at some of his a, stuff. Like, the injury, I guess, is what got him last year. Uh, so, so look Accurate the, observation on Giddy. It comes easy. It's so it really easy. Does. Like, wow. Let, let me read you the Nets roster here. It's really good, man. They got Cam Thomas, Dayron Sharp. Uh, Alonis Williams, who, who was uh, who was a Let It Fly client, Kessler Edwards, who got you know run last year, mm-hmm. uh, Brady Manick from North Carolina, right, the shooter, oh, yeah. yep. Larry Bird, He's good. Bryce McGowan's, who was a you know second round pick for them, our old friend Jalen Crutcher is on the I that. yep, oh. he's on that team, L.J. Figueroa, um, so you know that's that that's I I I combined some sorry some of those were the Hornets, but the Nets, Kessler Edwards. Um, Cam Thomas, Dayron Sharp, Alondis Williams. So again, those are all four guys. So Jalen's with the Hornets. Just yeah, out of Jaylen's curiosity, with, yeah, Jalen's with the Hornets. I apologize. Right. Um, the Hornets, the, the Hornets have a sneaky good one too because you're talking about Jalen Crutcher. Um, they have uh, Mark Williams, their first round draft pick. Yep. Brady Manick, he's on the Charlotte roster. So those three are on the Baylor Charlotte. Kid replaced him. But, hmm. but I think those are you know the Hornets are a sneaky good team too. So yeah, I think the Nets one's going to be tough for the Grizz, but the other the other three very manageable, very winnable for the Grizz. I don't know if he was at the pro am or not, but minutes for Jonathan Lawson next season. We've listed the number at eleven and a half for the Memphis Tigers and Jonathan Lawson minutes over under. He was the Tiger who played last night. Uh, saw in terms of current Tigers. Jaden was there. DeAndre was there. Alex, do we put him in current Tigers or not? We at this point, it's it's a little bit up in the air. Uh, Chandler Lawson was there. He was not playing. And then Jonathan was playing with his two older brothers, Diedrich and KJ, on a team that included like former Tiger Chris Crawford. Penny came in the building probably to, uh, like we said, to see Jonathan, to see his guy. And they called him. It was in the stat book, man. Uh, they called him Money. And then you say the nickname is Jay Money. They Johnny literally Money, referred yeah. to that dude as Money. It was in the uh, the the final book afterwards. Wow, Money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Looked he good. did. He did a little bit of everything, man. That's the one thing I'll say about Jonathan Lawson. Who, by the way, how tall is Diedrich listed at? Because if you look at those two side to side, side by side, Jonathan's with him. He's they used right to list there him with him. Six, eight. He's the young. He's the youngest of the Lawsons. He's right there with. Diedrich in terms of size. Diedrich might still have an inch on, but my, he's taller than KJ. He's more athletic than all of the Lawsons. Now, that's not new news. We've been saying that for a while. He can knock down the three. John's seen him. This is review for him. But last night you saw him take it to the hole. Now, he missed the dunk, but he tried to dunk on a crowd of about two or three guys. Here's the thing about him, uh, and especially with his summer league. And, and, again, it was just one game on Jonathan, who we expect to get more. You know, he's going to get his opportunity behind some of these one-year guys. Yep. He, he's playing with his older brothers. And so, you know, I was talking to some other guys who've been watching him in this thing, and you, you've, they've almost had to tell him to be more aggressive yep. because he has a tendency with the older brothers on the floor to defer to them. And, mm-hmm. and you'd understand that, having come up with them, played with them the way he has. When he is aggressive, dude, yeah, tough to uh, – he, he's got a bunch of tools in the bag. There's no question about it. And, and could I see him in a playmaking role, much like he has been at Wooddale in his previous high school stops? Absolutely can do that for you. Um, but more athletic, more guard than his brothers have been, obviously. And what's the number here on, on, what, on, 11 on minutes and a half played? minutes for Jonathan on the Tigers? Man, I'm going to go over. I think they're finding a way to work him in this year to mm. position him to put him in a spot where, look, after some of these one-year wings have gone – 
he's in a spot where maybe he can take over as the starter for Jonathan Lawson. So, liked what I saw last night of old Jay Money uh, in the Shelby County Pro-Am League. Felt a bunch, of, felt a lot like the Bluff City, man. They've already outgrown that St. Luke's church that they've been playing at over well, on Island. That's good to hear. Yeah, they've outgrown that Love place. It, They'll be just think, John? The passion for Memphis basketball is still, uh, still very much, uh, you know, alive, right? I'm going to say over. I think his opportunities are going to – I think he's going to be a wash in opportunity. Um, Alo, you know, big question mark about him. Um, you know, Noah Monty Bates, like we talked about, you know, he's going to have a, a, a place to get mm-hmm. 12 to 15 minutes a game. I and, think not having Imani really solidifies yeah, that. Yeah, I mean, I think there's a, deciding not to there's bring a chance he's your sixth man. You know, I mean, that's awesome. What did Tyler Harris? What did he have last year in terms of minutes? I mean, that's another factor to consider. Well, Tyler too. was nineteen. Okay, so that's night. That's nineteen more minutes, right? Hold up, did Jonathan redshirt last year? Yes. yes. Okay, so that's what I forgot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he right. redshirt. Good, good, good. I, Body, bodies look good. I mean, I, I can't sit up here and tell you like he's put on a ton of weight. He's that say, you know, that lost yeah, body in college. Exactly right. I yeah. mean, long yeah. arms, long, you know, all of Gangly. it. Gangly. That, but that said, I mean, he's in. There's no question. He's in great shape. I think what blew me away is how tall he is. Wow. At, and and the fact that okay, he's he's as tall as Diedrich or right around that, but he is guard. He is a perimeter player, a wing all day long. Whereas wow. KJ had a little of that in him. But Jonathan has been that. He's been raised as a point guard. I mean, he's a different player than his brothers. Yeah, I mean, it'll be it'll be Elijah McCadden and Jonathan Lawson. I was gonna say sixth man. That's what Elijah does, right? You know, interesting. But I I think thirteen to fifteen feels right. You know, for uh, oh, it's gonna be over. Johnny is eleven and a half? Eleven yeah, and a half. I, I think it'll be over that. You're sort yeah. of like we we've always talked. This is the runway year for, yep. for Jonathan. Yep. he's gonna get that opportunity for Penny well, again. Penny thought it was important enough to go to this thing yesterday. Right. Watch his yeah. guys play. Absolutely. And I just think again, you're not gonna you're not gonna have redshirted that kid, right? Put this much investment in it and not give him the opportunity next year. So I well, think it's over. And, and, and he's a winner, and I think Penny understands that and recognizes that. So Jay Money, he wants more of those guys that out is on the floor. Exciting as all get out, man. Yeah, a Memphis kid doing well. We love to see it for sure. Ooh. All right, let's go to uh, the NFL here in the Baker Mayfield trade. Yards for Baker Mayfield next season that y'all predict. Thirty-eight or thirty-nine hundred with the Panthers. You guys think he'll uh, play a lot and get to thirty-nine hundred? Over. Well, he's he's going to start. If he can't beat out Sam Darnold, what are we doing? Why even trade for that dude? And I know there are some people that you know suggested he would. That's wouldn't. been a conversation. I just throw that out. Sam there, Darnold John. sucks. He yeah. is awful. We saw it. He is among the worst. Okay, okay. He's in, in the NFL today. He is among the worst. Yes, he's bad. And that's why they traded for him. He's going to be the starter. And the reason why that number is what it is is because his career high. Is like thirty eight, mm. uh, twenty seven. That's his career high. That was two thousand nineteen with the Browns. Um, look, let's let's talk about his receiving core. He's got DJ Moore. He's got a healthy Christian McCaffrey. Assuming right, who's he's my got, guy that only runs the fly route? Robbie Anderson. He's got Robbie <laughs> Anderson, <laughs> who didn't want him, right? Did he not want him? Whoa. Think, didn't he tweet something about that? Or we got our core? I'm, I'm maybe it doesn't doesn't matter. We, we're, you're not discussing that. You're you're discussing the. The talent of the receiving core. Yeah, yeah I think did, Robbie Slick did, said he, we don't need you or something. He did say something. You're right. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm seeing it now. I don't know exactly what that comment That's was. That's interesting, Jason. Um, but that'll a lot that, of folks didn't that, want Baker Mayfield. That goes yeah, away as soon as you get, get to catch a couple touchdowns, right? Sure, it will. Um, I guess no. he's right health wise. I mean, everything's there now. Yeah, I mean, it's is. I, would, I, th- I think John's about to uh, call breakout year here. For That's Baker where I'm Mayfield. going. I'm feeling it. I'm you can uh, see it after he did the Darnold dirty. I don't think 3900 is a lot in today's NFL. That's the first thing. But was well, he? But he's never done it. You say he's never done it. Oh yeah, yeah. Thirty-eight, twenty-seven is the closest he's gotten. Thirty-seven, twenty-five, thirty-five, sixty-three. So he's been around it when he's been played a full season. I'm going to say under because I do think Christian McCaffrey is going to have that 
you know, he's going to get the he's going that's going to be their offense, and it should be. But I think he's going to be close. I think he should have a pretty good year. I mean, I, I don't understand why he couldn't. He's got a, an emerging receiver there in DJ Moore. Nobody talks about DJ Moore. Nobody because he's you know why would they? He's placed with the Panthers, but he's actually really really good. And uh, and he's got an upgrade in quarterback. And how much of an upgrade we'll see. But he's better than Sam Darnold. He just is. So I'll say under, but I could see it going over. I could, I could see it happening. I just think they're going to go. I think they're going to go through Christian McCaffrey, you know, quite a bit if they can. So according to sports betting AG, the the odds on the Panthers winning the Super Bowl, the NFC, even the South have gotten longer now that they've added Mayfield. How so? That? Literally, a, they're they're saying a worse team since they added Baker Mayfield. That makes no sense to me. I mean, that just doesn't. Super Bowl, okay. Super Bowl, one hundred twenty-five to one before Mayfield. They've now got it at one thirty to one to win the <laughs> NFC, fifty to one. They've now got them at sixty to one. Now that Baker Mayfield is the projected starter, even the South ten to one before the Mayfield trade. Now they've got it at eleven to one. Now that they've gone and gotten Baker Mayfield, so I use that. I'm listen. I don't think it'll be. You probably are a slightly better team, clearly with Baker Mayfield under center. Yep. But that don't mean you're going anywhere. And I'm going to go under here. I'm going to say that Baker Mayfield probably doesn't even finish the season. You know that what, what, you wow know, gets banged up, whatever it is. I mean, that's tough enough in this yeah. day and age, especially for a small guy like him, John, that likes to scramble, that likes to try to buy extra time. Um, people know the books out on Baker Mayfield, and he's had t- he's had talent before. We're sitting here going through the receiving core. He's had a good core in Cleveland. Right. We've, we've we've blamed the receivers. We blame we've blamed the the front office. We blamed everybody except Baker Mayfield. I think he goes under, and this is an absolute fail. And what Carolina realizes is that wow. you know what we we probably need to get on to Matt Corral and see what we've got there rather than spinning our wheels with a, a Baker Mayfield or a Sam Darnold, who oh, you're right, is, is has there. been disappointing. Yes, yeah, they drafted right. Matt yeah. Corral. Yeah, maybe so. Maybe that is uh, – Maybe that. but but it does make it more fascinating. Like, And by the way, Panthers-Browns week one. Ooh, that's that's going to be wild. That's a great – Well, that's a nice setup. Is, Where is it at? Is it in Cleveland? If you don't, I'm not trying to put you on the spot. I honestly I, I, do not know. I, I, I should have looked it I up. I will say that Dan – there. Uh, not everybody is against this or Carolina. as down on it as I am. Okay, Dan Olofsky thinks that this is a significant improvement for Carolina and that they make the playoffs, I believe, is what he was saying I'm not, this I'm not there. I'm not there with him, but I do think it's an upgrade. And how much of an upgrade, uh, that that definitely remains to be seen. A little, little bit of Kyrie in Baker in this way. Mm-hmm. Talks about leadership, mm-hmm. right? Talks about being a leader, but fun. hasn't figured out how to actually do it in action. I feel that. That's, I can feel it. That's what Baker's yeah. got to figure out. It's always everybody's against him, much well, like Kyrie. And, you know, Doug Josh shows up, right? Every time. Josh shows and, up. And some, early sometimes, and when injured, will show up early, well, get back early. Jason, I, I feel you because, to your point, you know sometimes, sometimes you got to be careful with chip on your shoulder because you got to, like, walk the walk with it instead of, like— He can't cut. just be tall. It's exactly. not just you're always the guy with a chip on his shoulder, right? And that's the thing, and I, I don't think Baker's helped himself with some of the things he said off season yeah. in terms of, right, everything that's been— that's oh, Here's all the reasons I failed, and none of them are really me. Not me. And me having to look in the right, mirror. Right. That never helps you. Go, go out there and do it with yeah. an action. Lead that way first, and then, then we can call you a leader or not. No, don't disagree uh, whatsoever. Uh, before we get uh, to, to the next uh, break in the next segment— um, I need to extend my deepest condolences to the family and friends of a listener of this show, of a supporter of this show, uh, a friend, a guy I've been around quite a bit uh, in Roger Leak. Uh, Roger Leak was a member of the Blue Crew, loved Memphis Tiger basketball, loved Memphis sports, and uh, unfortunately, he was um, he was uh, taken from us in a in a car accident. Mm-hmm. 
earlier in the week. He was just 35 years old, and uh, he had just gotten married um, late last year. So I'm so sorry. Was just uh, was just starting his life really, mm. and um, every time I saw him, and I, and you hear people say this, but it, like in this case, like it really was true. Every time I would see him, he was smiling, and I think that says a lot about your soul, right, and the person that you are, and what you put out into the world, the energy that you put out into the world, and every time I saw him. He was like he was just joking with me. He was saying something about the show, something about the station. Um, love the Tigers, love the Tigers, and um, you know it's it, there's nothing you can do, there's nothing you can f- physically stop and do to say you know what I, I I'm going to appreciate this. I'm gonna I'm gonna not take this for granted. You know mm-hmm. life, but you know it, it is just a reminder of how fragile it is. Yeah, and and because. Roger left his home, you know, that morning. Expecting to come back and his and he did. wife expecting him to and all. You know. And he did. And uh, yeah. my, uh, our condolences to his, to his friends and family. He's close with, with Ben Hogan, um, you know, obviously who uh, Fox 13, works for us here at the Grizz Radio Network. Absolutely. So I uh, wanted to say that he, he loved Memphis sports and, uh, and he, was a, he was a great guy. Really, really one of the good ones. And uh, this one hurts. This one hurts. We'll come back. Jason and John, I need to turn to Yes. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this. Why? A lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile priority has a certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Yeah. You moving? You need to get a team to help you do that. I mean, if you want to make your life easier, you got enough to worry about, right? Chase the kids around. Trying to pack all that stuff. Let Black Time move and handle the moving part of that. Whether that's home or office, cross town, cross country, they can handle it. 
Give him a call, 316-619-6316-619. I've made that call two separate times. So easy. I couldn't believe how easy it was. I was doing it the hard way my whole life. Black ties licensed, bonded, insured. Movies are professionally trained. They're on time. They're on budget. My favorite moving team in Memphis. Book your move now. It'll book up fast. Summer's here. Moving season is here. Let Black Tie take the tour of moving your things out of your hands and make it that much easier for you. Black Tie moving. They're changing moving in the city of Memphis. Call today. Memphis has a new assistant coach, Jay Smoovy Doovy Woovy. Officially? Official. Uh, Which one? It's uh, it is well. Which I, new coach? I hope it's uh, it's the yeah, it, it's the uh, I think the one that was announced first. Mm-hmm. Right, we're, we're going to order here. Uh, Frank Haith. Okay. Frank Haith, former Miami coach, former Missouri coach, former Tulsa coach. There you go. Put uh, some respect on it. Very experienced guy. Used to be a thorn in Penny's side, didn't he? A, a true, uh, you know, th- a Rubik's cube. An for, enigma. For <laughs> yeah, an enigma. As Brad would say. You know, it is a puzzle. It, I think they call him the official word is journeyman is what we like to call folks like that who have you know like it used to be the the pitcher who was on ten different right. teams uh, because yeah. they were a five hundred pitcher who chewed up a bunch of innings. Kind of feels like a journeyman. Well, most coaches are right. If we're being honest, and Penny ain't going to be. <laughs> I think he's going to be. You did right yeah, about that yeah. one. <laughs> but the majority, right? The majority yeah, of coaches, I follow. You know, they hired. They're hired to get fired. Yeah. You know, yeah, and everybody. If kinda, you're not, that means you're amazing. At, yeah, you're, you're right? one of the best. I mean, yeah. you're you're either like you know, it, it, right. Penny situation is almost like it, you don't even consider it. In, right. like, I don't even. It's, it's an anomaly, and it's it's, it's, really, its own it, way. It yeah. exists. In its Alum own who is yeah, absolutely even more so than Howard. Wouldn't you say, Jason? Because it's like I, I see Howard is more transient than. Penny's job. Am I reading I just, that wrong? I don't know. I think I think Howard's going to end up after this one when he's ready NBA. in the league. Exactly. Yeah, that's yeah. where I'm going with it. Whether yeah, Penny does yeah. that or not, I still have my doubts on. That's you know, right. Whether you want that life. Yeah. Because that one, you talk about hired to be fired. That one's really <laughs> hired to be fired. Yeah. It's yeah. hired to be fired. For real, gets. man. The maze will get rid of you in a heartbeat. <laughs> but Frank Haith uh, is now officially on board at the University of Memphis, which, wow. look, we talked about this sort of uh, when it happened. Um, it's it's a it's a it's a growth hire for Penny Hardaway, right? I mean, a guy who you know used to whip your ass at times. You know, you bring him on because like you you identify you got something to learn. You know, Penny doesn't need help in recruiting. He's never going to hire a quote unquote recruiting guy. That's stupid. That's a waste of resources because when you're Penny, you don't you don't need help. <laughs> you just it, it, does it does it help if. Frank Haith has a connection to somebody somewhere that can get you in. But let's be real. Penny doesn't need ins. You know what Penny's in is? His logo. You know? Swoosh, bruh. Let like, me show you this shoe. Yeah. You know who I am? Yeah, that, yeah. That'll get you in any living room in America that has a, you know, big-time college basketball player. Check out this van I drive. Yeah, right, John? I mean, the van, the, the, the shoe, the brand, <laughs> the Instagram. You know, yeah, everything. the whole deal, man. You just don't really need any help in that regard. So, you know... Frank Haith's not that. Frank Haith is, you know, an experienced head coach. You know, he's he's been to the postseason ten times in eighteen seasons as a head coach. He's had assistant stops at Texas A and M, Wake Forest, Penn State. I mean, the guy has done it pretty much in every league, um, in every way imaginable. So I think it's a it it is a really good hire for Penny, um, and I think it will help. I think Frank Haith will. Uh, Frank Haith has been coaching in this league. You know, that's another thing. Mm-hmm. You get Larry Brown, love Larry Brown. He has not been in the game like Frank Haith has been he in the game. He didn't know the league as well as Larry, yeah. as well as, as Frank will. Yeah. So I think that's a – he had been out for a minute. I mean, clearly, like, <clears throat> you look at Penny's strategy, his, his strategy is to win the damn American. You know, he gets the best player in the American, and then he gets, a, you know, a head coach from the American, 
His strategy is like, I'm going to win this damn thing, come hell or high water. Well, it'll mean a lot more if you win it uh, this year with Houston still in it. I'll tell you that, and especially with a, a team that's the caliber of this Houston team. It's obviously got enough talent to go back to a Final Four. Probably going to start the season, the preseason, ranked top five in the country. Uh, Haith is offering kids for Penny a four-star. Uh, CA's got a story about it. Parker Fredrickson, four-star 2023 shooting guard. You're right. Penny doesn't need Frank for recruiting, but can he help there? Sure. Yes. That, what we know is that Penny's the closer. Like when it's go time, Penny's going to be the one in there closing the deal, and he doesn't need help with that. But again, any connections that Frank's gotten, this was a guy who didn't really have a ton of interest from Memphis until Frank got there. There you go. I mean, it, it can help. It can strengthen you. And where I think even more importantly it can strengthen you is on that defensive side of the ball where, listen, Penny's already, I'll say defensive side of the ball like, like we're talking football here. You get what I'm saying. Penny's already shown he's a great defensive coach from where his defenses have ranked over in terms of efficiency, over at Ken Palm, all that. He's had a top five, been number one defense, okay? You add Frank Haith to it with everything he knows about the zone, a zone that's befuddled you at times. Absolutely. Uh, he's put it on Memphis. We've seen it. That can only make you stronger. And so whether it's having a Larry Brown around that could pour into you or now a Frank Haith yep. that, again, knows this league, uh, knows college basketball like the back of his hand, it's all about pouring into Penny. And, again, I think that only strengthens you. Yep. It only serves to strengthen you. And Frank Haith knows better than anybody, yep. right, that this, Memphis, this job right now, it's Penny Hardaway. Yep. So there's none of that having to worry about looking over your shoulder for a guy who yep. right might want your gig. He understands that right now this is as unique a situation in college basketball as there is, and Penny's probably going to be the guy that decides when he's done. Get that? So, so but back to the point. You can trust him. Yeah. You can trust Frank Haith in this spot. I, I want to I go back to that point because I, I think we should discuss something that you and I picked up on in his interview with Doc Holliday. Now, many people just took the Imani news and ran with it, right? Like, that was like the big headline from Doc oh, it Holliday's was the, yeah, it was the, And it, it was, it was. It was the news, right? Biggest news out of it. But I thought, I thought it was a revealing interview in other ways because there was a point in the interview where Penny talks about what he expects from his staff, right? And this is not something that he's ex- – I mean, you and I have heard these things sort of behind the scenes – but he's never really gone into it publicly, right? And he basically talked about how if you're an assistant coach for, for the head coach, for him, then, then your job is not to take away from the head coach and, and, and try to accept credit for something that you might do on the recruiting trail. And Penny said, my job as the head coach is not to take credit from you. He said, but, but when that happens – Essentially, I'm paraphrasing because I don't have the clip in front of me. But he, essentially, he said he sort of suggested that's what you know where you're not on the same accord. Um, and I, I just he was clearly a, a lot of people thought he was talking about Mike, but Mike hasn't been on the staff since 2020, right? So I don't think Mike is as stuck in his crawl as you know some people who heard that might interpret that to be. I think he's talking about the culture that was probably there last year. You know, and I think it's informed some of the things that we have seen, quite frankly. Um, Cody Topper left for a, uh, how do you say, um, what, what is it when you when you go to a job that's on the same level? What's that? Lateral move. Lateral move, yes. that's Thank you, Brad. That was a lateral move to go from Memphis to LSU. I mean, maybe you got a pay bump. I don't know, but that's a, you're coming after Will Wade. That's kind of a scandal situation. I don't know if it's a better situation. And then we know Larry's status is very much up in the air right now, very much in question. He's not here. So I, I thought that was an interesting, like, like Penny's got an old-school expectation 
when it comes to how if you're an assistant coach for him, like you don't take no credit. <laughs> like it's all about the program. I, I just I found that window into his philosophy fascinating. And nobody was talking about it. Well, I thought he was talking about Cody Toppert. We'll just get it all out there. Not Mike Miller. Yeah. Uh, Cody, remember, like, last year, the last couple of years, Cody's done regular hits with whether it's been us, us. whether it's been with uh, other stations, everything else. But he's done regular hits. And and I don't know if you if you, if you you notice, and, and Cody would do it too. I'm not going to sit up here and act like he didn't do it at all. But when Larry Brown's talked or you see him quoted, everything is about the way Penny wants it done. Penny, Penny, Penny. Here's the thing about the – and why? Because Larry knows the game, right? Larry knows this, and he knows – he's sort of from that role that the assistant coach – all You're your so job right. is to prop you're up so right. the head coach. That's your job. Yep. You don't take any credit. Yep. No. You, yeah, you're going to work your tail off, but that's the biz, right? You give all the credit to the head coach, and you talk about his way. When Larry does it, all the way back to the, the this recent Duran story, he's talking about Penny's way every time <laughs> you're so he right, talks. Bro. <laughs> With Cody, there was a little bit of how Penny wants to do it, but there's also, hey, what I'm doing, what we're doing, and, and I just felt like it was some of that. Now, again, I wonder – I remember, remember this. Tubby had a thing about his assistants yep. going out there. Tubby didn't like building a monster, bam, from Joe Esposito. Well, that was he, stupid. He, he thought, again, that's an assistant coach waving his hand and trying to take right. credit for stuff that, frankly, it's about the team and the staff. So it's that old-school approach. Penny's the same way, and I think in terms of Cody, there was a little bit of, well, how much of it is yours? Remember the changing of the offense, all that stuff we were talking about and, and a couple of years ago and how much Cody had to do with it? No, it's, it's, it's about the head coach and – I just when I read that quote, you know, and, and listened to what he told Doc, I thought about I thought about Cody Topper and and that situation. So, here's what I wonder: w- Will we see assistance? Mm-hmm. Our, our stuff with Jermaine. Yeah, you know, we had a regular hit with Jermaine last year. Now Jermaine seemed to be very careful too oh, yeah. about you know in knowing yeah. the spot. But but I wonder if Penny will pull back on that a little bit. Maybe there'll be no regular media hits for a, for Frank or again Frank's a guy that knows the game though. And right. I would imagine it would be much more like Larry, but you know, maybe you don't see Faraji on, you know, me maybe you don't you don't see whoever the third assistant's gonna be out there because as Penny wants to get, you know, control that in there. It's in and, and frankly, that's the way it is in most college programs. So he's not wrong here the way he's calling it out, hey, this is the way it works. Frankly, that's how it's worked for years. I would say this. I would say and, and I and I get it as a head coach, like we've talked about this before in terms of looking over your shoulder and things like that, right? I don't think Penny ever has to worry about that. A, B, my larger fun, and, I, and and reasonably people can disagree on this. My larger fundamental view on credit, who gets it, who doesn't, is if if an assistant coach brings a big time player into the program, right? The guy who benefits the most from that is you, the head coach. Mm-hmm. It just it, it's just the facts, right? Yeah. I mean, can the assistant um, get a get a pay raise or something along those lines? Sure, but in terms of Whose career benefits the most? It's you. So I I I want to hire the best, and I and I think Penny has done a good job. I think Frank Haith is a really good hire. Um, but I don't. I wouldn't care. This is just me personally. I would not care as much about like for example, if Brad Carson booked an amazing guest, right? If he went out and he booked like I, I don't know, pick a like if he if he booked Joe Rogan or somebody like that or Jeff Bezos or somebody, you know, I would say great booking. By Brad Carson, like, and you would do the same thing because you've done it. I've heard you do it, mm-hmm. and I wouldn't care that you know he gets the credit for that because he did the work and it still benefited the show. You see what I'm saying? Like, I would not. I just would not have a problem with it. 
But I, I know some coaches are different in that regard, and Penny clearly is. Well, I think most coaches are like Penny. I, mean, I, I, don't, I don't think they're – you know, yes, you'll call them out and say – I mean, the story today at the CA about the Hendrickson kid is about how Frank Haith offered him, right? And so there's a connection there. That, that's Frank Haith. But, but are we going to sit up here and, you know, is Haith going to tell every media member that's my kid? And so we say, well, that's a Frank Haith kid if Penny's closing the deal. Yep. I mean, again, it's not just recruiting. We're talking about changes in offensive philosophy, all that stuff. Yep. So it's, again, I go back to, I don't, if Penny wants to be old school here, we've seen it. We've seen it from Tubby. We've, we know Larry Brown. I mean, that's, that's the case here. And I think most coaches are of the same vein. I, again, how much of it, uh, 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 in terms of recruiting, you want to say, this kid's yours, that kid's mine? If he's talking about that, sure. I could sort of see what he's saying in terms of, okay, there's a faction of kids that are Mike Miller's. There's a faction of kids that are mine. Right. Whose team is this now? Are they, they're all mine. Essentially, I closed the deal with all of them. Mm-hmm. I can see where that can become a problem. I didn't think, again, a couple of years removed from Mike, he was talking about Mike either. here. I got the tone that he was talking about Cody the more here with this, the more recent one. Yes. Who, I, again, was on everywhere, media everywhere. And it what remember and, and there too, was some speculation during the season, right? Like just like sort of their interactions. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, but but again, with a lot of the uh, their signings and stuff, man. Well, that, we don't need to get in. But the, but there was a lot of that. Who got this guy? Who got that guy? And I just think he's trying to go away from that. You know, the 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 program got him. And that's fine with me. You know, I don't I, again. I don't think that Penny. It's because he feels threatened. You know that he's trying to shut this down. This is what most coaches do, right? The assistant coaches are, are there to, be, to but work, know, but you, not to be seen and raise their hand and here's all the credit. But you and I, and, you and I have covered, like, like for example, let's just take when Aki Collins was working at the University of Memphis, right? Yes. Like, he had guys he got. He got Karan. He got Dom Woodson. He got, you know, Michael Dixon Jr. And, he, and we gave him credit for that, right? Yeah, we gave him credit to say they hooked up the... They, right, they started, they made the calls, just like, again, it hasn't changed. You, you, you see the story in the CA about Frank Haith doing it. Mm-hmm. But in the end, is it... It, it all goes back to Memphis's players. So yep. how how much of that is because the guy needs it? He's trying to move up the ladder, right? Right. And how much of it is just hey, here's a guy that deserves some credit? Because again, it, if it's if it's to move up the ladder, John, that needs to happen naturally. You don't need to call yourself out and raise your hand to move up the ladder. And I think mm-hmm. that's what he's pointing to here. Well, it's, it's well in the end, it's a it's, it's we know who makes the connections. That doesn't matter as much right. as are you doing it to push yourself up. Above the program, right? In the end, that's it's, the question it's, you it's have about to ask yourself. The culture, right? That you're yes. trying and, to, and you don't you know, push it above forth. any, right? You don't. Push in the your... end, it's and the only person who can who can judge or decide the culture is the head coach, right? So it doesn't matter what what me or you think about that ultimate, you know, ultimate really. Anyway, it's just about does he feel like it was being, you know, met? And and clearly, judging by that answer, he did not. But Penny has clearly got some parameters because we we talked. I mean, whether Sam Mitchell again for a year, he's got a certain thing he's looking for with these assistants, and it's not necessarily to tell him yes, yes, yes to everything, because I don't think Frank Haight's going to do that. Mm-hmm. I don't think Larry Brown is the guy that's going to do that, but he's certainly, like, if it's not working, you know... He, well, he, Penny does have a short lease, though, with your ass. I mean, there is he, no he, doubt. He's going to nip it in the bud, <laughs> and for Sam, it was one year, and... Yeah, for you know, sure. Cody, like you said, lateral move there. Yeah. yeah probably, you probably made it clear, hey, man, yeah, you know. Exactly. So, anyway, the, uh, again... I'm glad you brought that up because I think a lot of people thought immediately he's talking about Mike. I thought it was the more recent. I thought it was. Cody. Yeah, we can't know for sure, right? We can't know for sure that he was not talking about uh, Mike. But it, I, I, it, the timing, uh, based on a few things, the timing does not add up. And um, and I think I think Toppert is the more sharp read there. You know, um, Larry, you're exactly right. Like 
every interaction I've had with Larry. He'd go out of his way to do it. It's penny, 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 penny. Well, see, I mean, Penny tells penny, you penny, penny. how much he felt, like, <laughs> how much he's learned from Larry right. that time with the Knicks, right? right? He patterns himself that way. Yeah. So, again, I, I don't think that's something he needs to change or adjust or anything. I think that's, frankly, the way that most do it. But I also do think, like, there's nothing wrong by the way, with publicly, and I think he ha- he's done this with Jermaine. He has like, mentioned- but you let him do that, right? There's nothing wrong with that though, and I would encourage that. You know, it's good for your assistants to hear that in the media too. You know, sure. I mean, I, I want to say Jermaine got a shout out for a game plan or something once upon a time. I can't remember exactly the time, but well, after he got back too last yeah. year, he's talking about the language and how guys, you know, it resonates with guys. Yeah. Even so more. anyway, that was an, that was another fascinating. Like I, I think I think Penny is just like the most <laughs> fascinating dude, man. Like I really do. Like. He's re- he's so uh, and this is I, I I admire this about him I appreciate this about him. he is so open, you know. Uh, but when he sits down and he gives you those, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like that man is not about to hold back. Still, you know, in, in fifth year in the job, is he a little bit better with like the formal stuff? You know, we all get in a room together and you know there's a mic in his face, of course. But in those settings, man, like it's just it's just it's just great. <laughs> it's just so good. Uh, so I, again, I would encourage people to watch the whole thing. Like, don't just don't watch the interview just to you know hear what he said about Imani Bates, right? Right. Like there were some like the inner workings of Penny Hardaway in the Memphis basketball program. Lots of good stuff in there. Absolutely. All right, we will come back. Uh, there's some news with the Memphis Grizzlies, ladies yeah, and see gentlemen. It. So we will get into that. Uh, and more on the other side, Jason and John, 99FM, ESPN. WMFS FM and HD1 Bartlett, WMFS Memphis, celebrates a legacy of sports in the Mid-South as flagship home of the Grizzlies and Tigers talk on the Odyssey app. Powered by DuckDuckGo, 929FM, ESPN. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. We all agree that reducing carbon emissions is a good thing. And once again, Toyota is leading the way. We hear a lot about fully electric vehicles, and Toyota has them with more on the way. But we also know a BEV is not for everyone whether it's because of cost, range, or concern about finding a charging station when you need it. Plus, the raw materials used to manufacture batteries are limited. Enter Beyond Zero, Toyota's vision for a carbon-neutral future. In vehicles and in manufacturing plants, too, in the years ahead. The materials used to make just one long-range battery for an EV could be used to make batteries for six plug-in hybrids or 90 gas-electric hybrids. That's why Toyota's position today is electrified diversified, empowering you to choose how to reduce your own carbon footprint with a vehicle that's right for you. A hybrid, plug-in hybrid, or battery EV. So shop, learn more, and get details at toyota.com slash beyond zero. Toyota, let's go places. 
Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. 